Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Hello. Hello again. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hey. Hey, friend. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, ho. Hi. Yo. Good day. Ha, ha, hi. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just about football. So today was supposed to be a rain day. Woke up at 6 a.m. like I usually do. I take a look at my weather map. There is a huge green blob the size of Texas slowly moving towards my town. And they are like 100% chance of rain starting at 7 in the morning. Going to go all the way till 2 in the afternoon. Okay. Mm -hmm. I text everyone. No work today. I, I call my supplier and I leave a message. We won't be requiring the two truck loads of dirt and gravel you're bringing to our customer today because of the rain no rain yet it is 12 18 uh -oh. <laughs> clients are going to be like what the fuck on top of the fact that you're going to be behind today it is it is dark it uh definitely looks like at any given moment it's going to rain but this this has been my year this has summed up my entire existence this year in one day i they go 100 percent chance of rain means zero percent in my next like life el paso they're like 20 percent chance of rain and it's raining for three days straight they're like 100 yeah. percent chance of rain and it's just enough to dirty the car that you just washed yeah and then stop after two minutes it's in my next life i'm going to be a weatherman and i'm just going to say whatever the hell i want to have 40 centimeters of snow today mad it's june all right 20 centimeters right <laughs> right like who cares who cares i'm still going to get paid who cares <sighs> so Ass whooping of the bears. Yeah. And I yeah. dove into the numbers a little bit here and there's some really positive signs in there. There's obviously really apparent signs from the visual eyeballs. What are the two things that you think that we did poorly in that game? Uh, defend the run. Yep. And uh, uh, pass block. So it was defending run defense and tackling. Okay, yeah, there was a handful of missed tackles. Absolutely, there was, yeah. So everything else, overall, our grade went from week one against the Vikings from a 55 to an 81. Remember, 81 is very good. Yeah. Our offense went from a 61 to an 83. Good. Or awesome, whatever. Not, not elite, but great. Pass, 84.2 from a 58. Pass block was where I was a little bit surprised because I wasn't expecting – um, to grade out well, we went from a 56 to a 76.6. So Eldon Jenkins is much, maybe that's what Rogers was alluding to, right? Where it's the guy's back and maybe on the field, you don't see that he was playing well, but apparently it brought the, the offensive line to that level where, you know, we're, we're good, not great, but we're good now again. So, um, receiving grades, 77 from a 61, our run, obviously we killed it with an 82.8 and then run blocking and like our run blocking wasn't great, right? Like this was just Aaron Jones miss when you miss 14 tackles in a game, it's because you're making it happen. Like it's not right. Like, like they say Dylan runs hard, but you know, Jones runs harder and he just hits that hole 
at full speed, which is, you know, like an 18 year old on his first date. Dude, I dove into his numbers, <laughs> historical numbers. This guy, not just because he's 915, and I'm sure just hit that hole as fast as you can. Oh, over and over again. <laughs> That's the key, see? Repetition. <laughs> <laughs> but our run defense from week one went from a 48.5, which is terrible, to a 38.0, which is abysmal. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people say the same, people say the same thing. They go, hey, uh, they've got to uh, – uh, Barry is changing it so that they run the clock. I, I get – how they change the defense. My question is, is why do you let him run 80 yards in four plays? That's just terrible. It's not good defense at all. Why change up what's been working? If you've been killing them with three D linemen, three linebackers and bringing pressure, why change it? You know, this goes back to Barry not being very good and making in in game adjustments. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's some glaring concerns here moving forward into week three that, that are a concern for me in the sense of things from week one that were obvious with Dalvin cook. And then with David Montgomery, and now we've got Leonard Fournette coming in the building. The, the positive side of that is it's going to balance out in the trenches, right? Because they are now down to their third left tackle. And I think the only guy left that they have on their roster is Fred Johnson is his name, but they've yeah. lost. I mean, they're decimated on the offensive line. So we should. Their be- wide receivers are all gone. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're like all gone. Appealing. So they might hit him with just a, a penalty, but this is a repeat offender kind of guy. Um, so I anticipate they're not going to have any wide receivers. I mean, they, they signed Cole Beasley. So it's everything is lined us lined up for us to beat the living shit out of Tom Brady and the Bucks. And my one concern is these are the types of game where these guys don't show up because they're overconfident and they don't prepare the way they should. And then it's closer than it should be. And we might fucking lose or win by a touchdown as opposed to blowing out this fucking team. Rogers is one and three versus Brady in their four meetings. He is one and three. This is one of those statement games for Rogers. This could be very well the very last time that Rogers and Brady meet. And he's going to be answering questions throughout the rest of his career about Brady, Brady, this Brady, that blah, 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 blah. I listen, Rogers has got to bring it. One thing I did notice against the bears, uh, Christian Watson was torching their DBs again. Torching. And I, I am noticing that Rogers isn't looking that way. I wonder how much of that is going to translate this week. You know, if we look at that Baltimore Ravens um, uh, Miami game, all of a sudden they were like, just run Tyreek on a go route, <laughs> single him out on one side, run him to a go route and send him into the stratosphere. And mm-hmm. it was, it was working. It was working a lot. Well, six touchdowns. Holy shit. Right. And a comeback win. That was incredible. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, the bucks graded in coverage at an 88.2. So on the back end, they're pretty damn good. And their run defense is a 56 garbage. So this is another game where we want to see Dylan and Jones in the backfield together, maybe splitting out Jones up, just the same kind of concepts that we used against the bears, but hopefully Rogers 
like what you're alluding to, has a little bit more confidence in these guys to let the ball loose, not hold on to it and try to play hero ball, but a quick, you know, the, the RPO or the play action pass right off of that play, understand that you know that Sammy Watkins is going to be behind the defense. I mean, it's just the dude is even Watson, like Watson and Watkins are just on an, on another level when you go back and watch the tape on how they're beating these guys. And it's just a matter of Rogers trusting in them. And it's going to take some time, but it has to happen this week, you know, cause if not, then they're, we're just going to see eight men in the box the entire fucking game. And they're going to take away the one thing that we're good at, which is running at this point and dare Aaron Rodgers to throw. Absolutely. Absolutely. And maybe we start to see that Christian Watson on some of those DBs and those deep throws. I mean, that, that would be nice to see uh, uh, green Bay travels to Tampa. Uh, I don't like traveling to any of the warm climates. It always seems like whenever Florida we go somewhere. Oh yeah. It always seems Florida like California. It, it's like the boys get somewhere warm and suddenly their heads start to spin or something. I don't know. They've got to have it strapped on. We've got to use Jones and Dylan uh, to the extreme. I rock the mic like a vandal, light up the stage. I wax a chunk like a candle. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Burning in seems like a pound of bacon. Burning them. I burn quick and nimble. I go crazy when I hear a symbol with a hi-hat and a souped-up tempo. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Solo, no one can hear you. That's so right. <laughs> I, I, I want to see Jones. I want to see Dylan. I want to see uh, the two back sets that they were doing. That was awesome. I want to see an awful lot of that uh, shaken, bacon, faking. That was great. Yep. Uh, I would like to see Tanyan more involved. I would like to see Watson more involved. But here's an interesting stat for you. Do you know who the number one targeted wide receiver is this year for Aaron Rodgers? Romeo Dobbs. It's Romeo Dobbs? Is that? Huh. And here's huh. why. So I looked at this because I, I found this interesting and I'm going to, I'm going to try to support your, your case for Dobbs. Remember, we've got the bet on Watson versus Dobbs. And this and is the week so where we far, well, Dobbs is kicking ass. A lot of what's <laughs> happening is they've been using Watson in a lot of jet motion plays and Dobbs has been more of that kind of screen game guy, right? Close to the line, give him the ball, let him work with it. And with the way that they're defending us with those two deep safeties and then kind of eating up the, 15 to 18 yard area or 10 to 18 yard area with those increment. Like that's like what the Vikings did. They had their yeah. linebacker pretty deep. So that you umbrella zone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to, this is the game where they should show up. Like you should see the stats pop up for these guys because of the way that Tampa Bay covered us in the past. They've covered Rogers in the past and the way that the Vikings were able to stop us week one, they're obviously going to take tape from that and try to replicate it. So it's going to be similar to game one with a lot of Dobbs and then that deep shot to Watson kind of idea, you know, that's, that's what I anticipate in the passing game, but I think it's going to be another 35 touches for Dylan and Jones in this game going up against this. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. Yep. Hopefully it is. That's all I'm going to say. Prediction. Do you have a prediction for this game? I'm thinking about it. I, I think we do hit 27 points again. Wow. Okay. I think it's going to be 27 points and it's going to be like 27, 20 is I think what it's going to be. It's going to be close, but we're going to, we're going to I'm be saying, there. I'm saying 17, 10. Oh, so you, so your, your defensive battle, because really the reason I'm not thinking that it's going to be such a low scoring game for us is they actually lost 
on their defensive line. They just lost. They, they've only got Sue or not Sue. What the hell is the guy that they have? That's really good. I can't fucking remember. Vita, Vita, yeah, Vita, Vea. and some other like, and just now that guy that plays next to him is now out. That defensive end is now out for them as well. So it's really only Vita Vea at this point. So we should be able to exploit it, especially Eldon Jenkins, another game back in, we'll be able to kind of control that right side. Josh Nyman has been fine. Um, Josh. So, I just think we're going to do a very good job of controlling the clock the way we have when we actually win, you know, control that time of possession. And this defense is going to have a bunch of three and outs against this offensive line or a turnover or something along those lines. And Brady's going to start throwing the tablet around. He's going to start pouting and everybody's going to celebrate the fact that he pouts while Aaron Rodgers pouts and everybody tells him that he's a fucking jerk. Um, But I just think we're going to double. The double standard is ridiculous. Yeah. The double standard it, is ridiculous. When you've got three guys in the top six in the entire league in terms of pressures and hurries in Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, and Kenny Clark, I have a feeling that they are just going to absolutely make his life hell. And they'll they'll score their points because they're going to run the ball because they're not stupid. And they're going to run Leonard Fournette down our fucking throat. And we're going to be irritated with that dude getting 129 yards and a touchdown. And Tom Brady will be good for another touchdown maybe two touchdowns, right? But he will have a pick six or a turnover, which is, you remember last time we played him, what did we turn him over? Is it like three, three times, three times. And we got no points off of that. Zero. Yeah. Points. So I don't into, I think it's going to be a similar script in that sense, but I think we're actually going to cash in on those this, this time around, which is I why hope we, 27. I hope we cash in on those couple of stats. I want to, uh, I want to share with you uh, two and 11. Two and eleven. That's uh, Kirk Cousins in prime time. Two and eleven. Isn't it funny how we couldn't hear anything but Vikings fans last week, and now this week Vikings fans are nowhere to be seen. I love how the Eagles, all the Eagles fans, were mimicking the skull, yeah. and they were yelling, "Go, like leave, <laughs> go." <laughs> Welcome. To the battle for third place, Minnesota. It starts now. I'm telling you, man. The The problem with the Lions right now is their defense is still trash. But they have an offense. You're oh, going to yeah. have to score points on these guys in order to win. I mean, 38 points week one, 35 points week two, one and one and one. The Vikings are not that because... Kirk Cousins is is Kirk. Every, everything came back to the norm within two weeks. All of yeah. the Bears and the chatter, and we're going to win more than six games. No, you're not. They're like, oh, no. we have the Texans. The Texans are saying, we have you. You know, the yeah. Texans are perfectly fine. <laughs> like, yeah. the Commanders, perfectly fine. Like, the Commanders are, are a sneaky good team. That NFC East between, I mean, the Giants won. They're 2-0. and The Commanders are looking pretty decent. And... Not that the they're commanders gonna- have the Carson Wentz issue, right? And yeah. you know, I loved how everybody blamed Carson Wentz for what happened in Indianapolis, and then they bring in Matt Ryan and they're 0 and 2. Yep, so there is a problem in Indianapolis, and it is not the quarterback, it is not. That's exactly right. And I'm not talking about these teams being Super Bowl contenders, I'm just talking about these teams, which is the division that we're playing against, beating the Bears. That's what I'm talking so, about. So, um we're getting back to that uh, age-old question: Does a the quarterback make the Hall of Fame wide receiver, or does the wide receiver make the Hall of Fame quarterback? And right now, we are seeing Derek Carr is not Hall of Fame. 
He is not. He is not Hall of Fame. He's Hall of Shame. He looks like a wet towel. Hall of Man. He's terrible. He's six types of terrible. Okay. He's he's not very good. And, and, you know, they say, oh, Derek Carr. Carr is going to step it up. Carr has got a – Carr's got what? Carr's got what? Carr's got Devontae Adams and he can't feed Adams the ball. I mean, my whole – I can't believe – this is two things that bother me about that game. First off was this was the first time that Devontae Adams' grandparents actually saw him live in a game. They couldn't fly him to Green Bay. He never once played in Oakland or Chargers or San Francisco. He never played in any of those areas. So that's a little troublesome on my part that he didn't get to see them. They didn't come. The money that he has, he could have put them on a private plane. They never would have had to walk, right? Like, yeah, that bothers me. The second thing that really bothers me is if they had come for the first time to see Adams after he's had this long, you know, a good career, Rodgers would have fed him the ball 40 fucking times. Of course. It would have been hyper-targeted ridiculous. 19 targets the first week. This yeah. week he had two catches. I know because I have him on my fantasy team. And luckily he bailed us out with that rub route that he is fantastic on inside the five with that nice little quick slant rub route for a touchdown. If not, he would have pretty much goosed me at that point. You know, like he had yeah. like one yard <laughs> or four yards Terrible. or whatever it was in a touchdown. Terrible. How are you Terrible. not this guy? It, 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 anyway, that's, you know what? That's a Raider problem because he's off our team at this point. But I really hope that Aaron Rodgers can get a chemistry with these guys starting this week and really start showing he what everybody knows. He seems to have a little one with uh, Watkins. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins looks like the real deal. That old man can run and he can catch. He catches it at the, at the highest point, catches it with his fingers and br- brings it right in. This is, this is, remember, he's a fourth overall draft pick. This is a guy who can play and has now got himself you know, a hall, a legitimate hall of fame quarterback. I think we're going to see some pretty big things out of Sammy as long as Sammy stays healthy. And that's the first thing I did, man, after the game. And then Monday morning, I checked the injury report to see if he was on there. He is not. So we have him another week. That's yeah. Another week, which is good. Tick on another week. So another week goes by and uh, the Vikings are two and or the lions are two and oh, which is just one and one. No, they won their first game. Didn't they? No, they lost 38-35. Did they? Yeah. Everybody's one and one in the division. Everyone is one and one in the division. But the rights have been corrected. I really enjoy the fact that, like, even Bears fans, you see all of these guys, like, Bears Twitter versus real fan Twitter. Like, when you listen to the podcasts, and they're more like us, and they're not – they're fanning, but they're trying to be a little bit unbiased. They were trashing fields. They were trashing their front office – get rid of so-and-so. And then all of, all of a sudden, just, you know, the Bears have Packer fans, Bears fans like Packer fans do that are just these guys that don't say shit when something good happens because it's expected. But the second something negative happens, they all start talking. But it was probably about two or three different shows that I listened to just to kind of get some perspective. And all of them, all of them are like, why do we even fucking kid? Like at this point, like it, it runs through the North. And as long as the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, we can't do anything. Like yeah. that was really the sentiment. And and I agree with that, man. As long as we have Aaron Rodgers, we don't really know what we have in love or what this team is going to look like. Assuming- I, I know he's, I know love is better than fields. I can it, tell you that much. Well, <laughs> I know I'm better than fields. I mean, <laughs> they've attempted 28 total passes in two weeks. Yeah. There's no team that has less than 28 completions. 
Yeah. 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 And and they come out and they say the same thing that Nagy said, and that's you've got to get Justin Fields into a rhythm where he's attempting 26 to 36 passes per game, but they're not doing that. But why would you do that if he can't, if he's not capable, why would the coach put him in that situation? I, you know, some of these offensive coordinators, some of these old line coaches, some of these guys, they go on and they do some head coaching stuff. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to like my comment about Mike Zimmer. Some coaches are only really good at that positional or defensive offensive coordinator. Some coaches aren't made for head coach and some head coaches aren't made to be defensive coordinators or anything else. Right. Like you can't have Doug Peterson who has turned Jacksonville around. Like Lawrence looks pretty good out there. And you know what, as much as we made fun of them signing Kirk, Kirk looked pretty dang good in that system. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is legit, man. Like I've liked Trevor Lawrence quite a bit. The kid's got swagger. He's a lot like Joe Burrow in that sense. I think um, he came from a big time program. He just needed the right team, right? Like a lot of these great quarterbacks go to shitty teams and just completely disappear. But this, this management and this front office for him have dude, they gave him weapons, the complete opposite of what they did for fields. And you see yeah. the benefit when you give a guy an opportunity and you take care of the offensive line and his weapons, you're going to win some games. That's why right now Cincinnati looks extremely beatable because it looks like they didn't do shit to fix their offensive line. And Joe Burrow is going to get injured again, dude. And that's the same thing. Like fields doesn't run with the purpose behind that shitty offensive line. He runs to try to buy time, but it's not with the purpose. Like on that that um that scramble that fourth and one first off they start in shotgun which is something that we hate as well right yeah oh yeah sneak it dude and be but he was non-decisive and he's not being decisive with anything and that's going to be their downfall with him um and breaking news the mike evans suspension has been upheld at this of course it will be of course it will be you know but i i think tom brady should be part of that suspension he did kind of instigate the entire thing and mm-hmm. that's tom brady again yap 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 you know at least at least you remember and i'm gonna bring up a a, a bad oh. name right now i'm gonna bring up a bad name right now and there's an awful lot of controversy happening right now and this is and, and i'm gonna tell you this i'm not gonna bring up this controversy until we have facts not rumors and everything else that's going around in the media. And I'm, we're not going to be those guys who come on and it's just us. And we say F Favre. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm not yep. saying that until I see the facts, I ain't saying shit because quite honestly, I don't think he's smart enough to pull something like this off, but Favre would get in Sap's face, stray hands face. He would push and shove. He would attack right where Brady yep. gets up there and he, pop 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 in the guy's face guy gives him a little shove and all of a sudden brady's like whoa somebody touched me mm-hmm. right like uh b- b- listen i'm a fan of the quarterback position i do believe that it takes more than luck to win seven super bowls you got to be a pretty good quarterback to win seven super bowls period yeah period one lucky two okay luck I- I- i'll give you the luck factor three four five six seven no no you got to be a good quarterback. He's carrying as much as it's a team sport. He's carrying the team. And obviously these teams have the only times that he's made it to a super bowl or, and lost was when he did not have a top 10 defense. And that's, 
you, you look at how much LaFleur in this front office is mimicking the Rams defense, the Bucks. you know, the teams that beat us and that have a tendency to do well against us, the following year we kind of auto-correct and look at what they're doing and try to fix it. I think they made a, a very, very, very conscious decision when we lost to the Bucks. what, two, three years ago, whatever it was, um, because that's when we started taking Savage, Alexander, defense, defense, defense. The last we've always we've, all we've done. We we've always been draft defense more than we draft offense in the first couple of rounds. We've always been that way. Cornerback specifically, right? Yeah, we've been searching for cornerbacks all the way back to Al Harris and you know McKenzie and and that era. We're, we've always been looking for cornerbacks, right? Cornerbacks is is it's an elite breed. A good cornerback is tough to find. Yeah, right? especially when they only allow 48 yards in an entire game. Right? That's the Bears, though. I can't hold these stats to heart because it's the Bears. It's Every true. single time, it's just it's just like the opening of our last show there. Every single time, it is a complete and utter ass-whooping of the Packers beating the Bears. It is a mercy rule boat race. It is terrible every time we play them and they talk and talk and talk and you know us Packer fans we go yeah 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 and then the game's over and yeah I didn't didn't even at anybody all these Bears fans that I've got bets on that they're not going to win more than six games you know it's at six and a half is the lines like you guys are not going to win even six games but they're saying six I was like okay you will win they think they're they still believe this but I didn't add anybody Back to the Bucks, man. So here's the – are you ready for the injury report for these guys? All right. All right. Starting from August 15th, they they lost um, Aaron Steine, which was their guard, their left guard. They lost him the 15th. And then on the 22nd, they lost Cam Gill, their linebacker. And then September 1st, they lost their center, Ryan Jensen. This is prior to the season starting. So they're already out their left guard and their center before the season even starts. And then we all know the Chris Godwin, and we had our resident doc let us know that he might be coming back, but he's not even going to be close to to 100% until November. He's out. Um, Well, he's questionable, right? Julio Jones is questionable. Everybody clamoring for Julio Jones. Remember what we talked about with him? He's not going to make it more than three or four games. It is what it is. And then their cornerback, McCollum, is questionable. Their offensive tackle, (laughs) Donovan Smith, is questionable. It's Akeem Hicks is the defensive tackle that just got hurt. That was next to – that's out. So they do not have their defensive tackle, Akeem Hicks, who is not – a world beater, but again, dude, I mean, you're losing your starting defensive tackle. Um, Giovanni Bernard, their, their scat back. He, you know, he played with Cincinnati for a very long time. He's out, he's on injured reserve. So it's going to be Leonard Fournette and God knows who. Um, And then Josh Wells, their backup left tackle is now out. So you're talking about a third string left tackle, a second string left guard, a second string center, a second string right guard, and a starting right tackle. That's what they have at offense right now. That's what we're going to be facing with Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, Rashawn Gary. Dude, Jerron Reed was okay, but in situations – Reed Reed was real good. Quay Walker. Quay Walker's a machine. Campbell's a machine. And then 
our cornerbacks, I think, are starting to figure it out. Razul coming down on that, you know, that five-yard loss. Screen, on the screen, oh. yeah. I mean, it's, it's all lined up for us to kick the living shit out of Tampa Bay. And I think it's going to be similar to the Bears game where it feels close, but they're never going to be close. Yeah. But there's something that happens whether we take our foot off the gas or we start slow in the first quarter and they're up, right? And then yeah. we, we we catch up, we take the lead in the second quarter, come out in the third quarter, shit the bed, and then kind of ride on and maybe get one more touchdown towards the end. Now, if we can run the ball and dominate the clock, then they're going to be a much slower scoring team. But I still think we get to 27 with a pick six or a turnover and a quick score. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we should uh, take a break. Wichita, Kansas. From the UK. From Los Angeles. From northern Wisconsin. From Nova Scotia. From the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky. From central Illinois. From southern Cali. From Turkey. Omaha, Nebraska. From California. From Melbourne, Australia. From Chicago, Illinois. From the UK. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. And Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and Public if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders and give us some money. An audible trial.com front slash Packers without borders. Give them a click, check them out. Try that 30 day free trial with them and enjoy your books. You can also use coupon code Dose Papas for all your Manscaped products. Peace and go pack go. JJ Leahy, Colton Moore, Ella, Yodai, Doran Stortigan, Alyssa, Cheese Butt, Alex Brown, TJ Wills, Coach Juan, Andrew Fox, Kelly Bruner, Matt, Eric, Kristen, Chris Reed, Amy, Chris McLeod, Eric, Younger Fails of Hay, Carlo, Jeb, Jeremy Rex, Aaron Alice, Josh, Randy McGray, Kimmy, Peter, Kirby the Frog here, Nick Stevenson, Luke Song, No, The Macho Man, Randy Savage, Mickey Mouse, Matt Ramage, Kelly, Matt Stevenson, Matt Kuhneman. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce All right, break's over. Man, that was a long one. It was a bit of a long one. Some of those commercials are getting a little long. <laughs> a little long in the tooth, some of those commercials. You know, we try and keep everything at like 60 seconds, real quick. Yeah, just in case you don't <laughs> want to listen to them and you want to just click fast forward 30 seconds, fast forward 30 seconds. I get it. We get it. We get it. I get it. I understand. We love you. So uh, tonight is the uh, very first uh, Varsity Girls uh, volleyball game. It is uh, at uh, the school just down the street. I am excited. I am pumped. Uh, my daughter is a starter. It was announced last night. The whole house is, is erupted in cheers. She said, I can't believe it. She said, last year, I didn't even make the team. She said, this year, I'm a starter. She said, you know, she's just, she's just impressed with herself. And was I, it I said, cheering or crying? I was teary-eyed. Because yeah. when you see your kids accomplish their goal, like it doesn't get better than that. It just doesn't get any better than that. When you see how hard they've been working, when you're, 
you know, watching TV and you can hear the. Yep. Of the ball going off the ceiling of the basement because she's just working and working. <laughs> it was the Culligan water guy. Oh, there you go. We get, we get water delivered out here, right? Because you can drink the water that comes from the tap. It's safe. But out yeah. here in the country, it's got just a little bit of a kind of a taste to it. A, a tang. <laughs> no, it's more like a, it, it's, it's, it's heavy minerals. Okay. Right. So you don't, you don't really notice it until you have a glass of juice made with tap water and a glass of juice made from the bottled water. Yep. And then you go, Holy moly, it's night and day. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to get, you got to get your water. We get it. We get it. It's a business expense. And, uh, I write it off. They, uh, send it, uh, you know, right to, uh, they, they send the bills right to my, uh, uh, work and uh, we write it off as an expense. So we, you know, we get a little bit of a break on it, but um, so watching, you know, your child achieve their dreams is probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And she said, I can't, I can't believe it. And I said, now remember, this is a life lesson. And she goes, when you work hard, you get what you want. And I said, that's exactly it. I said, when you work hard, you'll get what you want. You just have to work hard. How many times have we said, if you set your mind to something, it's going to happen, you know, yeah. like whether you're up against the wall and you're buried in a corner and you need to dig yourself out, you're going to get yourself out. I mean, it might not be, there might not be a straight path tunnel to get you out of there, but you're yeah. going to get out and you're going to find it. Yeah. I mean, I think the goal as parents, as dads, especially because we are so dedicated to trying to get everything done. Like just right now, we were starting to record the pod and I had to talk to a teacher, you know, like yeah. that's just the way it is, dude, um, is when you, I guess our goal as a dad is to make sure that your kids are better than you, yeah. regardless of what it is. Like you want them to be a better human being. You want to learn, you learn from your mistakes and you try to pass on what you've learned to them from your mistakes. They're yeah. still going to make the same mistakes, but they're not going to be as dumb as what we did. But also from a success standpoint, it's, we're going to give you all the tools possible that maybe we didn't have, or that we had to learn right? These, these learned attributes to get to where we need to get. So when you see them take that step and actually achieve something that you've been working with them to do, it is the greatest feeling on earth. Like it is just, it really is, man, to see your kids just exceed what you want from them. Well, and she, she had her new, her first practice with all of her new equipment yesterday. So uh, practice started at 7.30. At 6.30, she was dressed and sitting on the couch. And I said, what, what time does it start at? She said, 7.30. And we literally live, like you've seen it. I can throw a rock and hit the school from my house. I'm like, well, you're a little bit early. And she goes, well, I, I kind of want to get there and warm up a little bit. No, I, kinda I don't wanna... know. I don't think your arm is that strong. But Listen, buddy, I can check a rock. <laughs> Dude, never I got a hose. I got we a hose. Never did. <laughs> The whole combine thing when we got together, we're going to have no. to the whirlwind. But when you come down oh. here, we definitely have to do a skills competition of some sort. There will be. There'll be uh, sleeping, uh, pot smoking, and eating. Those are my three favorite events. And <laughs> using Manscaped. We'll have a shaving contest. We will have a shaving. Well, we'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> see how much the tequila gets us. Well, start letting it grow out like Movember, you know, November when you just let everything grow out. We'll just start letting our stuff grow out between now and I December. can't I can't do that in Movember. 
I don't get, I get like the reverse Hitler where it doesn't grow hair right in the middle of my lip. I get, I get the sides look good. Right. And I get the chin along the sides, along like my cheeks. It's like the Wolfman slowly changing and has got stuck halfway through his change. Like it, it doesn't come in nice and thick. So there is a Mexican comedian called Cantinflas who has a very famous mustache because he can never grow the middle of it. And I'm going to show yeah. it to you right now. Watch. Okay. I'm sure it looks similar to something that I can grow. We, uh, every year when I used to work, every, everybody, uh, uh, you know, they, they would have this competition. Everybody put five bucks in and they, uh, yeah, that's exactly, that's basically it. Mine's a little bit closer together, a little bit, but not much. Not much. <laughs> it's like, so, it's like, it's like here. That's the canteen. <laughs> yep. yeah. 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 People say, what happened to the, hey, it looks like you lost the, that's friction. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't even friction. want, I don't even want to go down that road. Oh man. Dude, we've got so much stuff going on. I'm really excited about this. Um, I do want to touch on Manscaped a little bit because we are almost at the end of the month that we have with them where we need to prove our worth to them. We've done a very good job. You guys have come out in droves to help us out with this. We want to make them a permanent partner with us. And apparently they are good with ball sweat jokes and scratching your nuts and anything else. So we've got a couple things coming, but if you can go to manscape.com and use dos papas for us before the end of the month, think about Christmas gifts uh, for your hubby, or whoever it is, it is, I'm telling you firsthand, it is incredible. It is a life-changing shaving experience for a guy where you're not getting, you know, it, it reduces the cuts on your nuts. Let's just put it that way. We're no. not <laughs> after work. <laughs> Matt rhymes. So, you know, it's true. You know, it's true. Cause it rhymes the, uh, uh, mailbag Monday sponsored by manscaped if you have any questions for us don't forget you can send them to us at packers without borders at outlook.com that's all one word find us on twitter at borders packers uh find us on facebook packers without borders instagram packers without borders and packers without borders merch as uh more merch is being released more merch is being sent out merch 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 bruce is actually going to leave in like two minutes to go get more merch and yep. send that out yeah, because the U.S. Post Office is just, I use a place called Postal Annex, and I'm calling you out because the packages sat there for three days. And I got, like, tracking information. I was like, cool. And it's, I was like, what's going on? Why aren't these out? Oh, uh, they're going out today. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that is one thing that irritates me, which is why I'm starting my own business, Matt. Like, I hate having to rely on other people to do things. Like, whenever something's out of your control – it, it, it is just so frustrating in the sense of, and I'm not a control freak. It's just more do what you say, you know, yeah. Yeah. like that's kind of been this, this road that we're going down with this, but yeah, man, I mean, the merch is, it, it really has, it's, I've had people send me pictures. People let me know. Um, I actually delivered a couple of them here locally in El Paso to some of our, our fans here in El Paso, because there's no point in paying shipping. If you live in El Paso, I'll just drive it yeah. over to your house. Man. It's not a big deal. You yeah. know, it's personalized service, but we're here for you guys. Patreon.com. I want to thank our, our new Patreons. We have two new Patreons in uh, Jay Bynum. Brad, thank you so much, Brad, buddy. Yeah. Brad, no last name on there, but thank you so much, man. You guys, seriously, you have no idea how humbled we are when you guys go to Patreon and support us there. But 
you can go onto the shop and take care of us there as well. We're manscaped.com, all of it. We're, we're coming together, and Saturday, I've got a game for you, buddy. Here we go. Game time, Saturday. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I've been researching. You don't want to look at my uh, browser history after <laughs> Saturday. Perfect. Well, buddy, Wednesday, episode 166. How close are we to five, a half a million listens? Let me pull it up right now. I will tell you exactly where I think we are. I think we're within a couple of episodes, actually, of half a million listens. We, uh, we are dominating the airwaves because I have a face for radio. Uh, here, Bruce is uh, doing. We are at four hundred and seventy-six thousand listens right now. Four hundred seventy-six thousand listens, hundred and sixty-six episodes, crushing it, crushing it, brother. It's always a pleasure. It is, man. Yeah, have yourself a great day. Take care, buddy. We'll talk. Peace. Go pack. Go. Welcome to Packers Without Borders. The greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs>